Coast. It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV, and we have a guest on the line with us, Gretchen Arntz from Emmaus House in Haverhill. And Gretchen, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Wynn. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you here. And I wanted to have you on to talk about, uh, you know, we just heard a message about COVID-19 and everybody's doing everything that they can to uh, try to avoid it. And you're trying to avoid it as well with a big fundraising event that would normally be looking a little bit different. But uh, this year, it it really is different, isn't it? Yes, it is. We've had to really alter our in-person events to create online opportunities. Um, the virtual events, you know, it's the era of the virtual events when, and that's what we're doing. Um, and I'm very lucky to be working at Emmaus with Margot Regan, who is our event manager. And together, uh, we've come a long way in the past nine months trying to figure out how to create these fun events for people online. So we've got one coming up next Wednesday that we're excited about, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about it this morning. Oh, certainly, yeah. By by the time uh, you have this all down pat, they're going to change everything, and we won't be, uh, like, in a COVID lockdown anymore. That, that'll be <laughs> That'll be great. That would be great. I don't think any of us will mind that. The no, knowledge no. we're gaining on virtual events is, is wonderful, but being around people and having in-person events um, can't be replaced with the virtual, I think. But I will say, last night I logged on to an event myself, uh, The Moth. They had an event in Brooklyn, and it was live-streamed and uh, at Tanian's Church in Brooklyn. And I love The Moth, and that was super fun. So I do think there is a place for these um, virtual events. But let me tell you about ours. We're really excited about it. I, it'll be... Um, uplifting, and we're having a chance to also honor two great people. So our Paving the Road Home Breakfast was a tradition in Havel for the past 17 years. And so this year, we've turned it into Paving the Road Homecoming. And the homecoming is going to take place on Wednesday, November 18th at 4 p.m. It will be live streamed on HC Media's website, as well as Facebook Live on the Emmaus page and also HC Media. So there'll be lots of ways to tune in. If you live in Haverhill, you can just turn your television on and go to Channel 22 because it'll be on Channel 22 as well at that time period. And we will make efforts and we'll tape this so it will be available for people archived as well. So this is uh, going to be 4 o'clock uh, next Wednesday afternoon, and uh, you know it's good that you have the alternate uh, sources as well because not everybody has cable. Right, and not everybody. We have supporters near and far. We have supporters in California, believe it or not, when so people can log on to this using their computer and go into HD Media's website. And I do want to express our deepest gratitude to HD Media. We've been working with them, specifically with Matt Delfiori, and we've been working to put this together. And, you know, these online events can get complicated, especially if you want them to be live, because this does have a live component. We will be live. Everything isn't being taped ahead of time. So it's exciting, and we couldn't do it without their expertise. And we're learning a lot along the way, too, about how to put this together. But we're, we think it'll last probably, you know, there'll be, because it's live, there'll be a little opportunity for, uh, chatter. So it might be a little longer than 40, 45 minutes, but it'll be about that time, I think. 
And we're, our executive director has um, narrated a video that will show that really talks about everything we've done throughout the pandemic to keep people safe and what, how Emmaus has had to pivot our operations so that um, the virus would not take hold at Emmaus and so that we could prevent community contagion from our residents out into the community. And we've done an amazing job, and that will be shown on the video, the ways that we've been able to alter our course of business to make it safe for everybody. And I think the great news is that we've been able to continue to provide quality housing, shelter, and services for our citizens who are most vulnerable at all times, and now especially during the pandemic. I know myself in the spring just thinking about people being homeless. I mean, my house was my safe haven, my home throughout the pandemic. I felt I could just be here, you know, when we had the lockdown in the spring. And the idea that you wouldn't have a place like that where you could make yourself safe and take the precautions you needed to take and socially distance from people and that you would be that vulnerable I mean, I, I remember feeling so compelled to work so hard at Emmaus to raise money during that time and continue to feel that way. But it sort of was so startling when it all hit in the spring. It, it just hit us like a ton of bricks. And, the, you know, I'm very committed, as all of us at Emmaus are, our board, our executive director, the whole team, of continuing to do this work even during these difficult times. Well, I know that uh, you know, here at WHAV we ran a, a lot of stories about Amaya's house and the things that you've done. And uh, why don't you just recap some of the things you did to to help out during the early stages of uh, COVID-19? Well, Mitch's Place is our overnight emergency shelter, and Mitch's Place has historically been an overnight emergency shelter. So we had the funding to operate it from 5 in the afternoon till 7.30, 8 o'clock the next morning. So we had to look at that really closely, and we realized in the first few weeks that that was not going to be feasible because people had nowhere to go during the day. So we became a 24-hour-a-day operation. And that was before we had the funding in place for that. We just, we were working closely um, with Andy Vargas, who will be named our community hero uh, during our homecoming on Wednesday. And we worked closely with Andy. We worked closely with Mayor Ferentini and the city and all of our partners to try to figure out how to make this possible. But we took a leap of faith because it was the right thing to do. So the folks who were at Mitch's place um, could stay in 24-7. We also had to deconcentrate the shelter because by virtue an emergency shelter is very um, densely populated. It's bunk beds. So we were able to find other spaces in Emmaus properties now where some of these folks can stay more safely so people aren't on top of each other. Um, similarly with our family shelter, we've had to make adjustments. We've worked really hard to provide a a good learning environment for the children, things like upgrading our our internet service, our Wi-Fi, uh, purchasing uh, computer equipment. We worked with the schools, of course, and the schools provided tablets for the school-age kids, but we also had to provide equipment for adults um, because we were doing a lot of our visits with families and a lot of 
the families that are connected to other organizations in the city, all those visits became televisits, just like our doctor's appointments had become televisits. So if you're checking in with people, helping them find permanent housing, that was done via televisits with our staff to keep everybody safe. Um, the great news I do want to share in this call, when is during the pandemic, we've been able to place a lot of people into permanent housing. And I think that's a miracle. <laughs> it really is during this time that we've still been able to move people out of shelter and into permanent housing. We also work with people who are at risk of becoming homeless and try to divert them from entering shelters and get them into housing so that they don't have to enter the shelter environment. Uh, because ultimately, especially during a pandemic, we all want a safe place to call our own where we can live independently, and that's the ultimate goal. And that's what Emmaus is really good at. We're known as Emmaus House in the community, but Emmaus as an organization um, is so much more than that. It's so much more than shelter. We're really about, we have close to 100 units of permanent affordable housing that we own and operate. We help hundreds of people get into housing every year. We served, last year we served close to 2,000 people and about half of those were children, more than half were children. And a lot of times people don't envision Emmaus as a youth-serving organization, but we certainly are. You know, so many children's lives are impacted by homelessness. Well, this is so you have the uh, the fundraiser that's going to be taking place, and that's uh, that's Wednesday at 4 in the afternoon. And uh, and you mentioned that Andy Vargas is going to be getting an award, and, and you've got uh, somebody else that's lined up to be uh, honored as well. Yes, Scott Cody, the CEO of Pentucket Bank. Pentucket Bank, you know, is known as our community bank, and with Scott under Scott's leadership, they've done so much, and they reached out to us right at the start of the pandemic to see what else they could do for us. Most recently, their staff, all contributed um, instead of doing food drives in the branches because of COVID, they all contributed and then they uh, provided over $600 to us to go out and shop for our internal food bank that we run. We distribute food to folks every week and we serve 80,000 meals a year. So they've helped in that way as well. You know, their, their staff are very engaged in the community. Um, and so, Scott is a wonderful example of all of that, and we want to honor him before he leaves Kentucky Bank next summer. So he is getting our Lifetime Achievement Community Builder Award. And the only one we've given that to previously was Brian Dempsey. So it's a very special award, and we're really thrilled. And we have um, assembled some of Scott's friends and family members and colleagues to toast him. We're saying toast, not roast, because it's a very civil <laughs> and um so they've given tributes to scott and we've put that together on a video and that video is part of what will be aired in our live streamed event all right well it, it sounds like you've got everything uh, pretty well planned out and uh, folks can always go to your website emmaus inc inc.org and they can uh, click on the link and read all about Paving the Road Homecoming, which is uh, going to be taking place uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday the 18th at 4 p.m. Nice. All right. Well, hey, uh, Gretchen, I want to thank you so much. You you have lots of information right on the, the top of your tongue. Well, I've been with Emmaus a long time. 
<laughs> so it's been, it's been my life's work. That's what I'd say, Lynn. So uh, I'm passionate about it, and I enjoy the opportunity to share what I've learned with other people. Well, thank you very much, and, and thank you for all that you do and, and helping out so many folks. Uh, it is uh, really, uh, Haverhill, I tell you, Haverhill is such a, a wonderful place because so many people are helping out so many people. It's, it's very nice to see the cooperation that goes on. Yes, I agree. It's a caring community, and people do pull together to help each other. That's right, especially uh, during uh, times like these. And I hate to use that phrase, but uh, that's exactly the way it is right now. Yeah, we've had an amazing uh, number of organizations, individuals, faith communities come forth. And generally, we're a service enterprise, meaning volunteers are an integral part of our miss- of accomplishing our mission. We're certified by the Points of Light Foundation and the Mass Service Alliance. So generally, on an average year, we have close to 600 people who serve at Emmaus in some capacity. Um, and throughout the pandemic, we've had to limit people coming into our buildings, obviously, for their own safety as well as the safety of our guests. But people have really stepped up and cooked at home. They've brought meals from home. They've done, made masks for us. Just all kinds of things to support what we're doing. And that continues um, and so while people may not be able to physically be in our buildings with our guests and our residents, they're finding ways to support our mission. Like Pentucket Bank, they pivoted and instead of putting out boxes in their branches, their employees all contributed and then they provided that those funds for us so that we can go and get the items we need for our food pantry. So the community is amazing. And we're so lucky to be an integral part of that community. And I feel we've added a lot to the community over the years that we've been in business. Emmaus has been around 35 years now. And I feel like we're a much beloved institution that has provided opportunities for people to serve in meaningful ways. All right. Well, uh, Gretchen, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. And, and uh, again, we invite everybody to uh to uh, tune in to catch the Paving the Road Homecoming coming up on Wednesday. And you get more information at the website EmmausIncInc.org. Gretchen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Lynn. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. All right, you too. Gretchen Arndt from Emmaus, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV.